Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Chick in a Bag podcast. My name is Ty Daly, and we're continuing to talk about the ABCs of getting out of the bag. Today, we are continuing with the letter G, and we're going to be talking about G for good. G for good. One of the things that has helped me the most along my journey, this journey, this Christian walk, this faith walk, this living life on purpose is knowing that all things are working together for my good. Romans 8 and 28 tells us that, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose. Now, I know that things happen in our life. We could lose loved ones. We could lose jobs. We could, there's loss. Everybody on this earth deals with loss. Everyone on this earth deals with disappointment. Different things that we go through, maybe a relationship didn't work out um, and, and we had so much faith that it would. Maybe we didn't get the promotion that we wanted. Maybe we didn't get whatever it is that we had our hopes or our desires set upon. But God's word promises us that all things, not some things, but all things work together for what? For good to them that love God. So the prerequisite there is that if you are a lover of God, if you're a lover of purpose and the will of God, that all things are working together specifically for you and for your good. Why? Because it's for them that are called according to God's purpose. If he gave you a purpose, then he's going to give you everything that is needed to fulfill that purpose. It's for his purpose. It's for his glory. It's for his ways to be established in the earth that he will do it for you. He saw to it that it is all good. I don't know about you, but I look at life now completely different when I came to that realization that though someone turned their back on me and though it appears that I lost out on that business deal or I lost out on in that friendship, God was working it out for my good. He saw what I could not see. Hallelujah. He knows what we can't know in the moment. He is the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. He can see the end from the beginning. Hallelujah. And he knows that every twist, every turn, everything that is coming forth in your life is propelling you to the place that he is destined you for. When, hallelujah, you love him and when you are called to his purposes, you should just say, it's all good. Hallelujah. It's all good. You know why it's all good? Because God saw that it was all good from the very foundations of the earth. The Bible tells us in Genesis 1 and 31, and God saw everything that he made, that he had made. And behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. God saw that everything that he's ever created, aren't you and I created by God? Hallelujah. The earth 
and all that exists is created by God. And everything that we can encounter in this life, it's going to turn around for your good. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but whatever is happening in your life, God's turning it around for your good because it was established. It's been established from the foundations. All things are working together for your good. He saw that all things were good that he created. Even when things seems hard, hallelujah, when things seems hard, they seem unfair, they seem harsh, trust that God will get the glory out of it. You have to trust that God is going to get the glory out of it. I know even in the world that we live today, it seems like so many things are unfair. It seems like so many things are wrong. And why can't we just see that that is wrong? You know, the, the light and darkness are completely different. They cannot coexist. Once light comes on the scene, hallelujah, darkness is dispelled. So of course you're going to see things that don't look fair, but when God, hallelujah, comes on the scene, all that was done in the dark will now be exposed and the light will win in the end. Hallelujah. So the Bible tells us that even when, you know, it seems like things are hard. It seems like things are harsh. It seems like it's unfair, but we must trust that God is going to get the glory out of it. The Bible tells us in Psalms 119 verse 71 to 72, it was good for me that I had been afflicted. Why? That I might learn thy statues. The law of thy mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. You see, a lot of times in the world, as believers, we can compromise because we want to get the reward, that instantaneous reward. But here the Bible is telling us it's good that those challenges, those things came against me. Why? Because it built my character. It let me understand who I am in you. It taught me your statutes. It taught me your ways. It enabled me to become a better person, to be able to stand on your word. I prefer your law, Lord. I prefer your word, Lord. The law that comes from you is better to me than thousands of gold and silver. Why? Because in the end, heaven and earth is going to pass away, but your word, hallelujah, is going to stand. It is your word, Father God. It is by your word that kingdoms are established and some are brought down. It is by your word and it's your word that I desire. It's okay that something seems unfair and it's something that seems harsh, but in the end, it's God's word that's going to stand. He will fight for me. Hallelujah. He's going to bring, he's not going to let me be put to shame. Okay, that's fine. It seems like, have you ever been in a situation where it seems like, wow, I know I did this job better, you know, the very best that I could do it. I was up for that promotion. I should have gotten that promotion. Hallelujah. But could it be that God didn't want you to get that promotion because you would settle? You will become comfortable. And he had a whole enterprise that he was trying to birth out of you. He had a whole nother position that he had created for you that was so much greater and so much higher. But if you had gotten that position, you may have become complacent right where you were. How many of you can say that, you know, God is good that that relationship didn't work because had I stayed, oh my God, <laughs> had I stayed in that relationship, I would have been subpar to who you called me to be. You knew that there was a destiny helper for me. You knew that there was someone else that I was supposed to be connected to so that I could produce on the level that you 
predestined my life to produce on. It's very important that we understand that no weapon fashioned or formed against us is prospering. Sometimes we need to understand that it's not a weapon. It is God himself that is deterring us from making the wrong decisions, the wrong uh, choices from making us, uh, keeping us from becoming complacent and comfortable in situations that he is not destined us to settle in. That he has called us to go higher, that he's this. So, yeah, it's good that the affliction came. It's good that 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 report came because maybe it caused you to dig deeper. Maybe it caused you to get on your face. Maybe it caused you to want to know God more, to know the will, the purposes, the plans of God for your life in that moment. And it caused you to seek the face of God so that you can get a fresh revelation so you could see who you are and be all that God has called you to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to settle that in yourself to know that God knows best. He knows what he is doing and he is very aware of every aspect of your life. The Bible tells us in Jeremiah 29 11, for I know the thoughts. Hallelujah. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an experience. Expected in. Hallelujah. What's your expectation today? Hallelujah. God wants to give you an expected in. He wants to give you what it is that you're expecting. Make sure your expectation is lining up with the word of God. Make sure you're expecting, you're expecting the good. Hallelujah. That even brings me to what I want to talk about today. I want to give you five things to, to focus on, to know that all things are good in God. All things are good. You know, oftentimes we say this, um, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. That is not just a saying. That is a fact. That is truth. That is God. God is good. There is no bad in him. And if we can find ourselves in God, we will experience the goodness of God. Hallelujah. We talk about the goodness of God. And so in order for you to experience the goodness of God, you must expect the goodness of God. You must begin to see it, seek it, desire it, and you will truly see that all things are good. The five things we're going to focus on today. Number one, expect good. Expect good. The Bible tells us in Psalms 27, 13, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. The psalmist said, you know what? If I had given way to the to the circumstances, if I had listened to the naysayers, the haters, and everything that was coming against me, I would have fainted. I would have given up the ghost. I would have just given up on life, on purpose, on the call of God, on my life, on everything. If I did not believe that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Not that I would have to die and go and see him, but that I would see his goodness in the land of the living. You ought to take that upon yourself to say, Lord, I expect good in this situation. Lord, I expect to see you moving in my life. Lord, I expect your goodness. Hallelujah. Each and every day that I wake up, Lord God, I know you didn't wake me up for badness, but you you woke me up, Lord God, and I wake up with an expectancy of your goodness today. Your word tells me, hallelujah, that 
goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And Lord, I'm expecting your goodness. Hallelujah. I, I guarantee you, if you begin to expect good, if you begin to expect the goodness of God, then things, you won't be so dismal. Hallelujah. You won't allow things to push you down so much because, well, you could say, oh, well, like my pastor, I would say, well, praise the Lord. Look, this might be happening right now in this moment, but I expect the goodness of God. I know that God is turning all things around for my good. I know that he told me in Jeremiah 29, 11, that he had thoughts of peace toward me and not evil and that he's come to give me an expected end. So let me allow my expectation to match that of God. Hallelujah. The other thing that we need to do in order to see that goodness of God, in order to change from seeing the negativity and seeing the good is to do good. Do good. Let your actions speak. Do good. The Bible tells us in Luke 6, 35 to 38, it says, but love ye your neighbors and do good. You hear that? Not just love your friends. I'm sorry. It said, love you, your enemies and do good. Not just your friends, but those, do you know that you can, you can, your enemies can be just overtaken by an outpouring of God's love. Because you're showing that God's love is greater than their malice. I'm going to say that again. When you can love your enemies and do good, you destroy their hole or their motivation to continually to prod you because it's like heaping coals upon their head. When you love them, you show God's love versus their malice. Something has to change. It says, but love ye your enemies and do good and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great and ye shall be the children of the highest for he is kind unto unthankful. He's kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Be ye therefore merciful as your father also is merciful. Judge not and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive and ye shall be forgiven. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down and shaken together and running over shall men give unto your bosom for with the same measure that she met with it shall be measured to you again so do good because whatever you do is going to come back to you multiplied whatever you do is going to come back to you multiplied. So you may as well do good, do good to your friends, do good to your family, do good to your enemies, do good to your haters. When I say do good, I'm just saying, don't allow their malice or their evil to taint your character, to taint who you are, to change your conversation, to make you speak on things that you should not speak on, to cause you to act out of anger instead of out of love. Do good and don't allow anything to take that away from you because guess what? What does the word of God says? It says your reward shall be great and you shall be the children of the highest. Do good. 
Number three, see good. You know, I know there's so much that we can see on social media. We can see it and it looks like, oh God, where are you? Oh my God, look at how these people are behaving. Look at what this person is doing. But God wants us to train our eyes to see the good. See the good, not the bad all the time. It's not that you're being ignorant of what's going on, but you're making a decision to see what it is that God is revealing in the moment. See the good. Psalms 34 and 8 tells us, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. Yes, I know it looks like you're going to lose the, the house. I know it looks like you're going to lose this situation, but remember what we said from the very beginning, all things are working together for my good. If God allows something to be taken from my life, it's only because he's about to replace it with something higher. That's going to take me to the next dimension, the next level. And guess what? Just because it looks like I'm going to lose it doesn't mean so. God could be opening up an avenue that is going to know if people will have to know that it was only God that was able to save you. It was only God that was able to heal you, heal you. The doctors had already given up. The banks had already decided that they were going to foreclose. But God, hallelujah, when you can see the good, you can see God in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the circumstances, just like the disciple. When he was, when Peter was in the midst of the storm, he saw Jesus on the water. And he said, if it be you bid me in the midst of the storm, bid me. I know it's a storm going to let me come to you. And the Bible says that Jesus said, come. And he began to walk on the water towards Jesus. It wasn't until the doubt, what the Bible says, he began to look around at the circumstance. He began to look around at the storm and that's when he began to sink. But when you and I can make a decision to see the good, to see the good. Keep your eyes focused on who? Almighty God. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. The Bible says, taste and see, see that the Lord is good and blessed is the man that trusts in what? Not the circumstances, not what's going on right now, but that trusted in him. Number four, you want to speak good. You want to speak good. Remember that the power of life and death is in your tongue. So it's very important that we understand that when we want to see good in our life, that we also speak good. When you want to be able to see things from God's perspective, you need to speak good. Speak good. Don't speak evil. Don't speak negativity. Don't speak down. Okay, Luke 6 and 45 tells us a good man out of the good treasure of his heart, bring it forth that which is good. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart, bring it forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart, bring it forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. Whatever is in your heart is what you're going to speak. So as a believer, as a child of God, we should be speaking good because it should be embedded from the heart. It should be embedded in our heart. If this heart has been changed, transformed, renewed, and what is that? The spirit. If this mind, this heart, that is in us has been transformed, then it's out of that abundance that we speak. Speak good. 
speak good, speak good. And the last one that we're going to talk about today is think good. Think good. I thought life is so very important. What are you thinking? Because whatever you're thinking, you're mulling over, you're meditating over, and you're bringing it into manifestation. The Bible tells us in Philippians 4 and 8, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Whose report are you going to believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. What is the report of the Lord? The report of the Lord is the word of God. What he has already promised me, not what it looks like, not what it feels like, not what I think I saw, not what somebody posted, not what the whole world is broadcasting on the media. None of that. What am I going to focus on? I'm going to think on those things that are lovely, those things that are of a good report, those things that are of virtue. I'm going to think on the praiseworthy things. I'm going to think on these things that are true, that are honest, that are righteous, that are just. I'm going to think on those things that are pure. I'm going to think on those things. Why? Because I want to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. I don't know about you, but I'm so excited about knowing that my thoughts, hallelujah, what I expect, what I do, what I what I cause myself to focus on with seeing, what I speak, what I think. I have the power to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. When I can focus on these things, when I can expect good, when I can do good, when I can see the good, when I can speak the good, and when I can think the good. Father, I just want to thank you for my brother and my sister that are listening right now, that your goodness is following them all the days of their life, Lord God. And that even after they leave this earth, they will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I thank you, Lord, that they don't have to wait to get to see you in glory but that you've made a promise that they can see your goodness in the land of the living. If they would only believe, I thank you, Lord God, that you're helping our unbelief right now, that we may be able to see your good in every circumstance and every situation that finds its way in our life. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Well, praise the Lord. I want to thank you so much for taking the time. You could be listening to anything, but you took a moment to listen to this podcast today. And I pray that the goodness of the Lord be upon your life for all the days of your life. I want to thank you so much for supporting the Chicken a Bag podcast. You can visit us at www.chickenabag.com. And I plan on continuing to release these nuggets, this motivation as God gives it to me. God bless you. I appreciate you. Please share this with someone that you think needs the encouragement. Until next time, God bless you. I love you. Bye-bye.